bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We got the top five at five coming up, but I got to hit this talking text line because y'all been blowing it up. Blowing it, blowing it, and blowing it up. Julie said, thank you, Dr. Ken. <laughs> okay. I like hearing your voice too. Thank you, Julie. I don't know who Julie is. So, Plum Bob said, I agree, Doc, but become king. Be a kingmaker. Well, if you're king and you start making kings, that might be construed as being illegal. <laughs> you know, kind of tampering with some stuff. I don't, I don't want to I don't want to go to jail. And then CR Note said, it's not about the different parties per se. It's about the politicians intent for the people. But accountability in this system is nonsense. The people want to be heard more than just their vote. This is why social media is so popular these days. Many politicians are bought and sold, and that's why it's vampire capitalism. Okay, I get it. It's the sucking dry the populace for their benefit. Hmm. I think uh, no truer words have been said. 833-212-1017 is the number. Number five. Well, if you haven't heard it and you haven't been listening, then I think something's wrong with you. But I'm going to go with Sir Chance. Yes, Sir Chance is one of my top five advice. Dr. Ken, can you confirm or categorically deny whether or not your colleagues who are scheduled to participate in the croquet match against WTMJ are posted somewhere on the back of a milk carton is missing? Absolutely not. We gonna rock that thing, so stop. Today is, come on. See, y'all gonna make me have to come over there and open up a can. 
So if you've been listening, uh, there's a croquet match, Truth versus 620 WTMJ, our sister station with good karma brands. And so <clears throat> I'm not playing, but um, Truth better win. That's all I'm saying. The Truth had better win or else or else I'm going over there and 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 it's going to be some it's going to be some some stuff happening number 4 well i think you heard it in the news and it's kind of scary um there was 20 million dollar donation for the UW Milwaukee College of Public Health given by the Zilber Foundation. A record-breaking $20 million gift to the Joseph J. Zilber College of Public Health announced today by the Wisconsin University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee will support faculty and research, create new student scholarships, and further the college's work to combat health disparities in Milwaukee and around the state. The Zilber Family Foundation's investment in Wisconsin's only accredited school of public health will allow the college to invest in public health research and education like never before, leaders of the college and foundation said. UWM's College of Public Health is only one of 56 dedicated schools in the country to public health. Now you would think that because something of that magnitude, um, more colleges would wake up and, and see the instance. But really when you think about it, the one thing that they are actually working on is making sure that communities like ours, actually has uh, the wherewithal to overcome some of the issues in our community. And so, well, I don't know about you, but I kind of get it. Number three. From TMJ4.com, a crash analysis was done that shows the Milwaukee slide is the most dangerous driver maneuver in the city. So get this study also found that streets with 30 mile an hour speed signs are the most dangerous 30 mile an hour zones account for 19% of the city streets, but they're home to half of the severe crashes, a brand new crash analysis that was done, took a comprehensive look at the state of reckless driving in Milwaukee. And it highlights the harm people are causing for people walking, biking, and driving. So let's let's look at a few points. This this is a great article. So there's a lot to digest. There's a 150 page report that you should go online and check it out. Um, Mike um, Amsden of the Department of Public Works said it's getting worse, and it's definitely a problem. He said the problem he sees so clearly is the analysis of reckless driving. It's an epidemic, as many people call it and it's getting worse that's just one revelation in the report that's loaded with them total crashes with injuries went down over the past two decades but the worst crashes severe and deadly continue to climb 26 year study found streets with 30 mile an hour speed limits are far more dangerous no matter how you get around amazon says it's primarily due to drivers speeding wide roads 
heavy traffic. So we have a lot more 30 mile an hour streets in the city, but when you look at per mile, they're still more dangerous and that's what really surprised me. So DPW data shows 30 mile an hour zones account for 19% of the streets throughout the city, but half the crashes happen there, about 49%. And so even more specific, five intersections. That's where the most crashes have been over the past five years. 43rd and Good Hope, 91st and Appleton, 35th and Capitol, 27th and Burleigh, and one that actually scares me every day when I see it, Fond du Lac and Locust. And so make sure you pay attention to uh, those types of things because those are, those are things that are going to come and um, really, really, really cause an issue this summer. So you make sure you pay attention. Number two. Well, I got two kind of cool stories to end up. Um, American history books from news1.com. American history books often leave out important black achievements from the past that deserve our praise. And so one of those stories is the hidden tale of 6888. What is 6888? It's a World War II battalion of black women who traveled to Europe to help solve the postal crisis. These amazing American women were finally starting to get the recognition they deserve as many are learning about their historic feats for the first time. So in 1945, World War II was in full throttle. Backlog of mail had drastically affected troop morale. So for two years, many troops were unable to communicate with loved ones back home during the backlog. So you didn't know if they were alive or dead or if you didn't get notification. You had no idea. And so to help fix Europe's postal crisis, the United States Army enlisted 855 predominantly black women, some of whom were Hispanic, to revive troop morale and turn the tides of the war. So the 6888th Central Postal Directory Battalion, also called 6888, led by Major Charity Adams, and just 26-year-old Adams would become the first black woman to command an overseas battalion in the United States Army. They worked 24 shifts, 24-hour shifts, seven days a week, in three shifts, sorting through 17 million letters and packages, doing it in just three months. And most of the women in the battalion worked as postal clerks, but some were cooks and mechanics and worked in supporting positions to make sure the unit was self-sufficient. So look, look at this. The battalion created its own system of handling backlog mail, which included creating and maintaining an index card system, while also using military serial numbers to distinguish between people with similar names. So how much mail do you think they actually dealt with each individual? Well, regardless of who, how many people were there, think about this. Every shift, in order to get all of the work done, had to do 65,000 pieces of mail per day, 65,000. We get upset because stamps are going up, what, three cent? What these women did in 1945. It's amazing. Number one. All right, here's another silly story. I thought I'd lighten it up because it's hump day. If you haven't been listening, somebody got mad. 
and they don't know why. But Las Vegas Metropolitan Police SWAT teams were called to the scene after a man took a woman hostage. Must have lost some money <laughs> at the Caesars Palace Hotel room in Las Vegas. And then he broke a window and started throwing objects onto the pool area below. So if you can imagine TVs and chairs and all sorts of fun things coming out of a Las Vegas window, that's about as dumb a story as I could possibly come up with until people started to almost get hit by debris that's falling out of the sky. But then again, no matter what anybody says, when we look at the hood and think people do dumb things, mm, well, let's just say I don't think so. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, going back to that story from TMJ4, I don't know if I'm going to drive through the city anymore. I'm giving me one of them cars. They, they, got, they got a car now that's, that is like a flying car. Problem is it's electric and the battery only runs for like 20 minutes. If I can get a Tesla battery in that thing, hey, I'm out. Sir Chance, you still on the line. 833-212-1017 is the number. What's going on? Good afternoon, Brother Dr. Chan. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great. Pretty good. I just want to give you a quick update that the uh, croquet match has been postponed officially to uh, mid-October. Huh? Yes. I'm gonna have to confirm. I'm gonna have to confirm. I'm gonna have to confirm that. Who you talk to, sir? I'm right here live. I'm right here live in person. Who did you talk to? I talked to the coordinator, as well as all the folk that was here from WTMJ, Mm -hmm. as well as the children. They actually loaded up their van and all their material, and they're heading out right now as we speak. Okay. I mean, it was. Inclement weather, you you could have uh, pretty much expected yeah. that to happen. I mean, it yeah. lightened up a little bit, but it was it mm-hmm. was it's, it's still kind of messy out here. All right, well we'll we'll we'll, we'll have but, to whoop uh, up on them. We'll have to whoop up on them in October. I mean, it's not a it's not a big deal. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Only only issue I, I have I have I have to mm-hmm. pick 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 on uh, Tory tomorrow because he confirmed uh, in his show that man rains clean of snow. We gonna do that thing, basically. <laughs> well, but you know, Penfield get to say what's going on too. <laughs> well, that's true, but no one yep. showed up from one hundred one seven. The truth, no one's here. But, I, but they might have got a phone call. So I'll look into it. How's that? I'll look into it. Okay, okay, bro. All you right. saw the pictures. I sent you the pictures. <laughs> yep, I All saw right, that. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. All right, take care. 
833-212-1017 is the number. Tony from Tulsa, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hey, man, where you been? And I want to hear you been working. <laughs> They'll be talking every day. I've been working. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I ain't talked to you in like two months. I have been working. No, I know. It's, it's been excuse. a little bit. It's, it's, it's been a little bit. So I yeah. have been working, and you talked me up when you were talking about the flying car and they needed yeah. the, the yeah. Tesla battery. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes, man. Um, 20 minutes. Tw- I, yeah. I mean, it's a start. It's a start. No, no. Y'all said this, if I can get a car to drive and create friction. I can get an airplane to go. Like, come on. It's a, it's a start, though. You got to no. you, you think about it like this. Remember how big the VCR was when it first came out? Yeah. It, exactly. And then as, you know, technology got a little bit uh, more expensive, then what happened? All of a sudden it went down and was just like uh, to almost nothing. Like, oh, Okay. And can I, can, can I throw insane. a monkey wrench? Can, can I throw in a monkey okay, wrench? Right. Yeah. Drones fly further than electric true. flying cars. That is, that how's is that true. possible? How, how's that possible? Just because you're carrying more mass, though. And so when you're carrying a much greater mass, then it's going to have you, – you, you need something much larger uh, than the battery of that drone. And so right really? now it's just – it's a pro- yeah, to get a bigger battery. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not that simple though. So you can you can get a bigger battery because you can get a bigger battery, right? So you get a much larger battery, and then that throws off the uh, the equilibrium of the flying craft. And then so then you got to find out how to fix that. Then you know it, it, then another issue occurs because then you're adding more weight to it. So it's other things that you got to figure out. Um, just besides, like, getting a bigger battery. Here's the deal. How much does an average airplane weigh? 737. We create lift with engines that weigh almost as much as the doggone plane, but yet we still create <laughs> enough lift for it to go. We're talking about a battery True. that's in a car that ain't got a lot of parts. It's not like it's heavy metal on the thing. You can make it out of plastic. Give it, give it a Come couple on. more years, and then you know it's there. You it know a, the technology is I, there. I, oh, Just say oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, Tony. Without a doubt, I, I, without a doubt, I know it's there. But the thing is, <clears throat> what do you? Who do you think is gonna mm, want to throw, as you say, the monkey wrench into having a flying vehicle? Who's the biggest loser in that? The police. <laughs> can you imagine um so i'm westbound i'm in pursuit uh disregard it's flying so it's gone right i mean you know what you exactly. do but but guess what right can you imagine having a crash with that thing and it falling out of the sky oh my goodness man that's oh, that yeah. that would be insane i don't even well the, the greatest <laughs> next invention would be the flying ambulance. how do you exactly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. It's, I think the technology is there. It just, I mean, just the same technology. You know how they have these uh, these uh, right. competitions with how far you can get on a gallon of petrol, 
and Dude, you know we got batteries it. that go in Teslas, and I can drive across the country and recharge in in like forty five minutes and drive another three four hundred miles. But I can't get a get a cheap plastic piece of flying car to go longer than twenty one minutes. Man, that's some garbage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, you yeah, got a Tesla, you know, don't you? Again, you got an electric car, right? You, you know. You know it, and I'm so, waiting on the electric truck to come out, and I'll, I'll get it. Tony make too much money. <laughs> Tony make way too much money. All right, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Have a good one, Dr. Kid. All right. Take care. 833-212-1017 is the number. Black Conscience, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Nah, just health and good health, as always, Doc. Hey, what's up? Yeah, we're going to have a problem. That person that used the car before that's flying didn't charge up that battery. Ooh. And you midway through your flight, and you got a, uh. a indicator telling me you only got one bar left on your battery. And you're 20,000 feet up in the air. Yeah, issue. Well, or, it, doesn't go that, it, it, it doesn't go that far high. And what you need okay. to do is create those rings just like you got the new um, iPhone where you can just it's, – it's magnetized charging. That's all. Just create that. Okay, what about what about the combusting ones, like the scooters over in New York, where they just all went, went ablaze, and you got to take that in consideration, too. Yeah, life happens. Yeah, <laughs> and we make better decisions not to put ourselves in that. We, we're okay, man. You, you've been doing all right all these years of your life, been on the ground, driving. Yep, yep. Well, I don't know. In, in Milwaukee, know? I got about five high-crash intersections that would beg to differ. Yeah, I heard about that. You need to add one more over there on 60th and uh, Silver Spring. That little intersection is crazy. Oh, too. for sure. For sure. I don't for even sure. go down that route no more. But, hey, I love the conversation, man. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, to this walk with uh, Brother Tory and hope to see you there. And uh, live righteous, Milwaukee. All right. Take care, brother. 833-212-1017 is the number for traffic, weather, and sport. I think I'm going to squeeze somebody else in. Sister Griffin, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Uh, are you the one from Chicago? Yes, ma'am, I am. I wish elaborate what a good time we had down on Halsey Street, down by Jewtown, down by 12th and Road Railroad. All yep, them shops true. they had. Yep. And especially uh, hamburger stand. Well, they would have all them onions that you could smell the onions a mile before you get there. When you would go get the polar sausage or the or the hamburger and okay, yeah. elaborate. They had all kind of shops there. They had the ladies shop. They had a yep. Smoky Joe shop for the men. I mean, yeah, I, I, I listen to you. Yep. I listen to you, but you know, I go way back. Remember that big store they had Sears Roebuck. I think it was about yeah. four or five stores. That was a discount uh, shop. Mm-hmm. So you know, I come from. I lived in that area all my life. Uh, and every time you come on, I think, well, I say, I'm going to catch him and let him elaborate what a good time we had. I, I mean, I was down there every weekend. So very true. Trust- Thank you much. I appreciate it. So so to, to 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 elaborate, like she asked, thank you for the call, Sister Griffin, before we go to break. So what would happen is it was up the street from the University of Illinois, Chicago. So if you walk two blocks... Uh, a block north to Halstead, the University of Illinois, Chicago is right there, right? So we would go to parties 
But then we'd leave the party and everybody's hungry, right? Or everybody would go to the club and everybody's, you know, eating and drinking, but they got hungry. So they would go to this hot dog stand that was a, that was on Halsted, a block south of Roosevelt, and it was open air. So you it, it, it took the whole corner. Like, you could just walk up and stand in line and have a hot dog or a pole of sausage with, with grilled onions and mustard. And, and it was it was just, I mean, it was open two, three, four, five. I don't think it ever closed the entire time I was in college in Chicago. Like, it was always open. We would then leave there because the party would let out at 2 o'clock at, at, at Circle Campus, University of Illinois, Chicago. And then we would go to Northwestern on the lake and party. And those parties wouldn't end until 7 a.m. Then we would go back downtown and go to Lou Mitchell's, have breakfast, and get home at about 10 a.m. And that was your day from Friday to Saturday, and then you repeat the same thing Saturday night. It was crazy. The line, maybe two blocks. I've never been there, and there wasn't a line, and at least 10 cars double parked. The police never bothered you. Nobody ever did anything because they made so much money. It was great. I wish we had something like that here in Milwaukee. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, I've been looking around because you know I'm a I'm a I'm a news junkie. I admit it, I'm hooked. I need rehabilitation. I, I need I need is there Narcan for news? Because I need it. And I go around and I look at different websites, both liberal, conservative, in the middle, mainstream, not so mainstream. But one of the favorites I look at is News One. And it has a lot of black news in it. And one of the stories I came across is a judge in Louisiana has rescinded some counts against two cops charged after their involvement in the May 2019 death of Ronald Green. So according to CNN, court judge Thomas W. Rogers squashed obstruction of justice charges for former state troopers John Peters and Dakota DeMoss. So. Judge Rogers ruled on the two statements allegedly made by Rogers during the investigation, but said, although damning, did not meet the standard for an obstruction of justice charge. Peters is alleged to have said, bury it in the report and don't send the videos unless, meaning the DA, asked for it. Buried in the report presumably is an admonition not to destroy, alter, or include inculpated evidence 
from a report, but to place it in the middle or towards the end of the part where a reader might overlook it. Otherwise, the second statement about not sending video unless it's asked for is not an admonition to destroy or remove or alter the videos. And so the judge decided to squash DeMoss's obstruction count, stating that although DeMoss turned off his body camera audio, that didn't constitute obstruction. And so what I would hope this does is help police departments understand that when things like this happen, those officers are held responsible, period. Judge Rogers is also expected to squash a malfeasance charge against former officers Corey York and John Clary. Fortunately, the judge did not consider York's homicide charge. If you don't know him, Ronald Green, a black man, died while in police custody after being brutally assaulted and tased during his arrest. And remember, these words are words that are written in a news story. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, it was following a traffic stop in 2019. Initially, police blamed Green's death on a car crash until body camera footage from the brutal attack showed officers beating him as he screamed for help. And so the reason they use brutally assaulted is because they saw it on video and he was tased on video. Five officers were indicted, charged with a host of crimes ranging from negligent homicide to obstruction and malfeasance. And so during court proceedings, the officers denied any wrongdoing while Green's family called for justice in his death. And in 2021, uh, civil rights attorney S. Lee Merritt shared body cam footage of a supervisor arriving at the scene on May 10th of 2019, encouraging the officers by telling them that they did a good job while they um, tased, beat, and dragged the 49-year-old man to his death outside the city of Monroe, Louisiana. The video release came about a week after Associated Press obtained a 46-minute clip and released the body cam footage to the public. And Green was stopped for an unspecified traffic violation and refused to stop, prompted a pursuit, and it went on from there. And so what do you, what do you tell people? When, when you see this, what do you tell people when things like this happen? Do you still tell your sons and daughters to be careful when they go out? Do you, do you, do you teach people, sons, daughters, cousins, nieces, nephews, right? Grandchildren, how to act when they get stopped by the police? how not to make any sudden moves. Are we still doing that? 833-212-1017. Are, 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 we, are, are we still telling people, hey, when you go out, make sure. Like, granted, I'm a retired police lieutenant. I've worked for the city. I've worked for State Fair Park part-time. Consciously, when I go out, I still have to think about where I'm going, what do I have with me? What am I driving? Where am I driving? What am I wearing? That would give another officer pause to pull me over, whether it's legitimate or not. And so I, I, I think it's incumbent upon us to get back to 
because we see the cities changing. Unfortunately, I think the, the biggest thing we probably have to be afraid of is other people crashing into us than we do having to deal with um, getting stopped by the police. Now, under this new act, there's going to be more police over the years, and we'll have to deal with that when we get there. But the bottom line is we still need to teach our young men and our young women exactly how to deal with the police and what to do when you're stopped. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Read an interesting story um, the other day, and I thought I'd, I'd share it with you in the waning hours of the show. Despite billions in federal aid, students are not making up ground in reading and math. A study shows that they're actually seeing evidence of backsliding. So despite billions of federal dollars being spent to to help make up for the pandemic-related learning loss, progress in reading and math stalled over the past school year for elementary, middle, and, I'm sorry, elementary and middle school students, according to a new national study that was released on yesterday. Now, the hope was, here's, here's, here's what they thought, that by now students would be learning at an accelerated clip, but that kind of didn't happen according to the NWEA, that's the Northwest Education Association, a research organization that analyzed the results of its widely used student assessment tests taken this spring by about three and a half million public school students in third through eighth grade. In fact, the students in most grades showed slower than average growth in math and reading would compare it with students before the pandemic and that means that learning gaps created during the pandemic are not closing if anything they're widening karen lewis a lead researcher in the study says we're actually seeing evidence of backsliding so here's the deal on average students need the equivalent of an additional four and a half months of instruction in math and an additional four months in reading just to catch up to the typical pre-pandemic student. That's not saying whether that pre-pandemic student was great or not. It's just saying in order to catch up. That's on top of regular schoolwork, right? Regular school time. Older students who generally learn at a slower rate and face more challenging material are the furthest behind. National exams last year showed that students in most states and across 
all, pretty much all demographic groups, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Pacific Islander, had experienced troubling setbacks, especially in math because of the pandemic, according to the National Assessment of Educational Progress. Now this is the gold standard federal exam. And last month, national math and reading scores results for 13 year olds hit the lowest that they've had in decades. And so it shows that students who don't catch up. So why am I talking about this, right? Why, why am I going into this? Students who don't catch up may be less likely to go to college. Research has shown could earn $70,000 or less over their lifetime. So the question for educators and federal officials and state officials is how to address a four-year, a four-month gap. Few educational interventions, uh, standard tutoring, um, summer school, smaller class sizes are powerful enough by themselves. And the last round of federal COVID relief, a record $122 billion to help schools recover, has to be spent or committed by September of 2024. So what are these schools doing? What are we doing? Well, we already know that Governor Evers tacked on $325 per student times 402 years. And the Republican legislature is trying to stop him now, while I thought that was a bit excessive because some of the school systems don't work, but they've been talking about they want money, so now they have it. The bottom line is, why are the Republicans trying to stop children from being educated? That doesn't make any sense to me. Unless you want to control how they spend the money. And that, I get. It's important that they know how to spend the money, spend it in the right way. So then my question to you before we before we before we leave out of here and you can hit me on the talking text line or 833-212-1017 is the number why are why are we on 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 summer break again at MPS Exactly dead air crickets why are we on summer break? If the kids were behind because of COVID and you're spending less time in classrooms because you want to add all this other stuff to the class, what are we doing to get the kids back to grade level? Not the two or three grade levels above where you're supposed to be, right? So if you're in sixth grade, you should be reading at at least the eighth grade reading level. That's what I remember when I was in K-12 education. You should be at about two, two and a half years ahead reading math. It's gonna take four and a half months to get them back up to speed for math and we're lollygagging over the summer. Doesn't make any sense to me. Can we have year-round school? with maybe four smaller breaks throughout the year. Pick a week and have them be off. Pick a week so the family can go on vacation. Or do it like this. Let's have a week in the fall, a week 
in the spring and in the summer, give them two weeks off and then have them head back. I think it's only fair. We've got to do something to create a group of kids that are going to take over city government, state government, federal government, because right now it terrifies me that we don't have a bench. We used to have a bench in politics, but now I'm not so sure that the people that are in politics are the ones that are going to, um, I hate to say it, get us to the promised land because we still waiting. We are still waiting. And so this study makes me sad, but I also know that we'll overcome it. Why? Because we always have. Nationally, black and Hispanic students were more likely to have attended schools that stayed remote for longer and often recorded greater losses compared to white and Asian students and that they now have more ground to make up and like white and Asian students, their rate of learning has not accelerated. Denise Forte, Chief Executive of Education Trust and Advocacy Group focused on students of color and students from low-income backgrounds said, what we're seeing here is a lack of intentionality. And that's the word I wanted to leave you with. There's another word I wanted to leave you with, and it's called accountability. Though federal aid was supposed to focus on the students hardest hit, we're clearly not seeing that there's a real lack of accountability by states to know whether those dollars are being spent in that way. And if you just look at those two things, intentionality and accountability, that's what we get. The 2% tax, the 0.4% tax increase with the county to make it 09 and so on and so on. We have a lack of intentionality, a lack of accountability, and somewhere in 2025, we're going to end up paying for it. And when we do, those that are poor are going to be the ones that suffer, not you and me. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe's show is coming up next. Want to say thank you. Be careful out there in that weather. It's raining and it's, you know, getting a little hazardous out there. So make sure you turn your headlights on and take your time going where you're going. God bless. Take care. I'll see you in 22 hours. Give or take a minute. I'm out.